All right, welcome everybody to this uh, day's episode of the Seven Figures Club podcast. Hopefully you finished 2020 strong and you've got a vision of what your 2021 needs to look like. Now, for all of you entrepreneurs out there, I know we've got a big audience of aspiring entrepreneurs. We've got a very special guest for us today, Charles Wilds, who is a business consultant, works with many different types of businesses. A little background on Charles. He spent more than 10 years and $2 million developing the world's first e-learning marketing system. It's currently being used by more than 5,000 small, that's amazing, 5,000 small business clients in 50 countries across the world to grow their business to multi-million dollar, seven figures club status, we'll say. It's considered by many of the world's top business professionals to be the most powerful client attraction program available anywhere today. And through his years of hands-on experience, Charles has a unique talent for helping business owners create competition-crushing marketing and growth results. And uh, he began the process by exposing the flaws that are existent in a lot of marketing strategies that almost all small business owners fall prey to. And then he helps to explain why those are stifling growth and then create solutions and profit acceleration growth strategies through tools, through software, and through his know-how. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Welcome to the podcast, Charles. Leo, thank you for the introduction. I'm, uh, I'm kind of taken back by uh, the, the the strong presentation that you gave me. I, uh, I appreciate the opportunity of working with you. We spend a little time talking about what I do and how I help uh, small businesses and entrepreneurs improve their business. And we've got some great tools. We've got some great uh, strategies. The, uh, the processes that we're using uh, can lead to uh, us identifying over $50,000 in uh, in in revenue in less than 50 minutes without spending an additional dime or a penny on advertising or marketing. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave it to you to, to lead us down the path. And I hope that I can deliver some, uh, some exciting opportunity and results and thoughts for those that are participating in the uh, webinar, in the podcast. Well, outstanding. We're excited to have you, Charles. Our, uh, our, our focus here is, is how can we help entrepreneurs and business owners you know, build their business from from the ground up to multiple seven figures of revenue, and hopefully at some point even be able to net seven figures as a business owner personally. But let's talk about the proof of concept, kind of maybe that aha moment that you had, you know, in, in your background where you realized, hey, I, I've got strategies that make a massive difference for business owners. When did you realize that you had strategies and, and different tools and ideas that business owners could implement that could make a massive difference in their life. Because let's be honest, most business owners don't last long-term. There's a lot of failure. And so having someone, an advocate in their corner like you helps out. But what was the process like for you to realize, hey, I could really make a difference in that business owner's life? Leo, the challenge goes back uh, over 30 years of uh, starting on a foundation of a civil engineering degree, moving through project management, executive management. And then uh, as the market changed, and you have to understand that you have to be dynamic in today's world. You know, we see that with COVID today. But I also saw that in the nature of the businesses that I worked in, and the, uh, the oil and gas business and the contracting business and working with lawyers and drillers and so forth and so on. You've got to be agile. And, you know, and you have to watch the market. The, the key to success in any business is understanding your vision, your values, and the mission you want to pursue. From this, this helps, uh, helps us set a path forward that everybody can understand and how you align the people on your team to give you support and give you confidence to move forward is extremely important. And so... I encourage young entrepreneurs or small business owners to get out of the do 
and go more to the 20, to the 80 20 rule, which says you spend 20% of your time on 80% of those issues that, uh, that give you financial results. And where we come into play is we come into play after, uh, after primarily after the, uh, the mission has been established, but over the 20 years and 30 years I've been working with companies that we've done strategic planning and cycle time reduction and helping them and executive coaching and helping them through the aspects of, you know, what is my vision? Can I crystallize it? Can I speak it clearly? Can I get uh, the attention of those around me? So you emerge to the point of understanding, you know, what is the business you're selling to? You've got to follow the money. And that's what uh, has led me down the path of varying back and forth across the line to make sure that I'm, a, I'm addressing those issues that customers have. And that's what's so significantly important today. Well said, Charles. Let me ask you, what are some of the values and principles that you've seen kind of uh, implemented uh, across different businesses with success? And what should a business owner be looking at when they create those values and principles that their business foundation is going to be built upon? You've got to have the values. And a lot of companies, you know, they may have a vision, which may just turn out to be just a statement of I want to be. But it's got to be it's got to be more insightful than that. It's got to reach out to that long range horizon. And as you work toward that horizon and success, you have to have values, be it honesty, clarity, communications, sharing, working with others and getting the results together. If you stay by yourself and lock yourself in a corner, as COVID is trying to do for us today, that's not going to help you. You've got to reach out. And that's why I reached out to you, because I recognize that a lot of companies come to you and say, Leo, I need some money. And you may come across some of those and say, look, John, I, uh, you, you really don't have the qualifications. How do we get you to the next stage? And that's where your open-mindedness in your business side has moved forward and said, you're open to talk to those and share with those, such as the values that we offer through our profit acceleration software, to help them raise to the higher level so you can recycle them in your business and give them the, uh, the path forward. Well said. Charles, with all the craziness of the slowdown, the pandemic of the last uh, nine, 10 months that we've seen, what are some of the mistakes that small business owners are making you know, during this time and, and what, what are the things they should be doing to kind of correct those mistakes? Is it mistakes or is it lessons learned? You know, and, and that's and, exactly and, what it should be, right? Mistakes are lessons learned. I like that. So what are, what are the lessons learned that should be, uh, they should be realizing and then implementing solutions? You have to recognize that if you're in your own box and you're doing the busy work yourself, you're not giving yourself that opportunity to look outside and share with others if you're too busy doing the do and not, the, uh, and not letting others do the do and let you stop. One of the things that I coach executives on is, you know, came to me years ago and here's where, you know, is, is it lessons learned or is it good, good mentoring that's been passed down to me over time? You know, the boss came in and said, Charles, I want you to take over this project. And I said, why would I want to do that? I said, I've got all these projects and I'm in charge of all this work and I'm getting all of this success and so forth. He says, I want you to go downstairs and I want you to set up this project and I want you to run it. It's the biggest project we've ever had. And I said, well, OK, Mike, we'll go do that. And I said, well, tell me this, Mike. He said, I said to him, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, this is a piece of cake. He says, Charles, I says, I want you to get it set up, put the right people in the right place, have them participate in the thing. And then I want you to stop and look out the window. Look out the window. I can look out the window from up here. He says, then I want you to figure out how to make more money. So if you're too, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a young start or you're, you're struggling doing the day-to-day -day dues, take a chance, get your people involved. You're paying them good money. Get the feedback from them. They have an insight that you don't have. It's kind of like the, uh, the, the, the solar system in the universe. The more you collect from others, the bigger you, you, your solar system gets and the higher value you can deliver to your customers. Keep an open mind. Keep an open book. 
work on uh, a, a good plan with solid goals and strategies to get to the end. Absolutely. Kind of kind of like that uh, book, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, where we're talking about the difference between working in the business versus on the business. And so for a lot of business owners, as they're, they're trying to grow and scale, they struggle to get out of that day-to-day operations of constantly working 80 hours a week in the business. And so what's that process like and, and what things should they be doing so that they can then focus on building these projects, campaigns that are going to actually grow the business? Leo, one of the first questions I ask potential clients and when I'm talking to them is, you know, have you already established your vision? Do you have a mission? Is it clear? Is it, is it written down? Is it on paper? If the answer is yes, then we delve into asking them those unique questions in, in, a, in a, an intelligence sequencing that gives them the, the realization of the, oh yeah, factor that slips in there and you have to help them through the process. So we help them primarily through the, uh, the fundamentals of business, helping them identify where the low hanging fruit is and how to, uh, to achieve that in a most uh, efficient and effective way. Absolutely, so kind of establishing that mission, the vision of the business, and let, let me ask you, does how much of that incorporates kind of a, a big, hairy, audacious goal, you know, from one of uh, Jim Collins' books? Uh, how, how should a business owner, you know, know if they've got the right mission or the right vision? And what is that process like, you know, in, in crafting that? A lot of it comes from experience, lessons learned, mistakes made. But it's taking all of that, bringing it to the table and having advisors that can coach you through the process of understanding and and challenging you on those areas that may need to be challenged. And that's so valuable. And even, even small entrepreneurs ought to have a coach, even a business coach or a sales coach or whatever to help challenge him on those opportunities or those decisions that he's making to make sure that they're not dead ends and they lead to the ultimate vision that he wants to achieve. Absolutely. There's the school of hard knocks or the, there's the, you know, shortcut of working with a professional mentor who's already, you know, learned those lessons and learning them from, from them and working, you know, with a business coach and consultant like yourself to make that growth. Now, I know you've got a lot of amazing content, Charles. You, you've got a book uh, that everybody can get a free download on at uh, your website. They're going to tell, uh, tell us about a bit later. You've got a, a software tool that helps accelerate profitability, but I wanted to kind of invite you to do a a screen share with us. And for everyone listening on the podcast, you can access this screen share at our uh, Seven Figures Club uh, playlist on on our YouTube channel. And of course, we'll be emailing it out to you guys. If you're on the the email list at sevenfigures.com, you'll get this uh, sent out as well. But I want to kind of let you uh, take over here and, and just teach us some of the important things that you would kind of go over with, you know, someone looking to grow from, you know, one, two million dollars a year to 10 million and, and what, it, what things they need to be uh, focusing on. And then, of course, uh, in a few minutes, we're going to, you know, talk about how everybody can, you know, connect up with you and uh, be able to kind of put you and your expertise in their corner to help them really grow and expand their business. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate the opportunity to go through some of the issues. But the, re- the real end game here is do you, uh, how do you become a dominating force in your industry? What, is the, what are those processes and what are those steps that are going to help you get to that point? And we have a, a fantastic tool called a Profit Accelerator software, which you can see on the screen. Can you see that, Leo? Yes, sir. We have over 50 breakthrough scenarios that go into this analysis and we uh, we will do a preliminary analysis with anybody that qualifies and uh, we'll we'll identify two or three areas and in those two or three areas that we evaluate we've been more than successful in finding fifty thousand dollars or more in low-hanging fruit opportunity that the uh, that the potential candidates or, or business owners can find to to go through uh, and you can see it here uh, 
we'll we'll pass on when we get down to the end we'll pass on uh, my contact information but you can see my name and my email address uh on the screen under my name but what i want to do is i want to i want to take you through very quickly our strategy and what we do and i'll try to keep this uh to the point without being too commercial but really Hang on, it didn't, it didn't do what I wanted it to do. There we go. Bear with me. Sounds good. We've got uh, the dollar M's there in, in 45 minutes. Thoughts of the business owner and, and how to, that, that's amazing to be able to find money because that's the thing I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't realize because they're so busy in the trenches, we don't realize there's all this low hanging fruit. And so when you can bring in kind of a third party professional like yourself to just take a closer look, all of a sudden it becomes clear, oh, well, did you think about this? Or did you consider that? Or what about this strategic partner? Or what if you, you know, did this with your product? There's all these different things and low hanging fruit there that might equal an additional 50 to $100,000 in bottom line profits. And so that's exactly what we're excited to go over here, how you can generate more profits in your business by simply utilizing the right strategies. And this is low hanging fruit that's right there for the business owner. Absolutely, Leo. And, you know, you mentioned about my book. The, uh, the book is called The SOS Business Strategies, 50,000 uh, 50, in 50 minutes. Uh, this is available online through my website which is sos-businesscoaching.com, and it's free. You All you do is sign up, give your email address, which in a lot of cases I have it or I don't, but you can download the book for free. It's got eight chapters in it, and it addresses a lot of the, the know-how and the, uh, the, the, the higher-end issues that we address in, uh, in a detailed analysis that we do with our customers. Guys, this is so vital because I can tell you my previous funding company, we were generating $5 million a year in sales, but our profitability at some points was, it was losses at some points. At some points it was profitable, at some points it wasn't, and at some points we were losing money. And it was because we weren't working with a professional like this to eke out and figure out the best way to improve our profitability. So if you're in that spot now where you're like, geez, I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels, this is where you're going to want to really pay attention. You know, a lot of people are afraid to, uh, to hire a coach, but I'll tell you, he, he becomes a confident, he becomes your backup. Uh, he becomes your, uh, your your partner in crime without necessarily being involved in it financially. But he, he takes ownership of what you're doing also to make sure you're successful. And I've been doing this for, uh, for over 40 years. And so I've been helping organizations. Uh, I've, built, I've uh, written one book. I'm in the process of, pro of doing another book. I've worked on processes. I've worked, uh, I'm actually a, in a, an associate editor with a six-figure coaching magazine which I'm currently doing an article on comparing the, uh, the software on different industries to see how it reacts. And what we're finding is we're finding 40, 40 to 60% ROR improvement in the, uh, in the profit every time we go through this. So finding $50,000 is, is pure child's play. You know, and, and what we focus on, we focus on leads, conversions, and increasing revenue exponentially to cover the, the fundamentals of business. Can you go back to that slide? I, I just think sure. that slide is, is super vital. Like how often, I mean, we, we get stuck, we're, we're in a rut, we're just going through the motions with operations, but what would happen to your business if you tripled your leads? What would happen if you double your conversions and what is the process like to make that happen? Like these are the questions you need to be asking. Leo is child's play. If there's, uh, if there's anything to be gained, if you look at the number of uh, leads that you get, take a small percentage of those as an increase, look at a small decrease in your overhead cost, you would be surprised what it does to your bottom line profitability. And so therefore, leads and conversions, leads take effort. You've got to, you've got to take them, you've got to capture them, you've got to qualify them as suspects to prospects. And then you have to uh, convince them that you know what you're talking about. The conversion, how do you convert those 
suspects or leads into paying customers. And it's in our conversion equation that we have that we, we work with our, uh, our clients to help them understand how do we do that? How do we get their attention? How do, we, how do you walk up to somebody and say, hey, Leo, what's on your mind today? Leo's going to look at me like I'm nuts. But, you know, if, if, if I come across with a perspective of, you know, if you wanted to improve your business, what would you do today, Leo? You start to get their attention. And then you start to understand what their challenges are and move on through the, uh, the conversion equation of educating and giving them an offer that you sometimes hear the mafia say, I'm going to give you an offer you can't refuse. That's right, Michael Corleone. Let me ask you something, Charles. <laughs> How often do you think a, a business owner should be reviewing their top and their bottom line numbers? You know, the most successful organization I ever, uh, ever worked with uh, we set up a, uh, a project tracking system. And business is just made up of a series of projects. But in the project, we had project managers and we had division reporting up to the, to the management. But they did it every Friday. They knew to the penny like what the it. earnings per share was. And it was the most successful strategy I've ever seen. I love it. And I, I, have- I agree with that. I try to do it uh, once a week myself and go through our numbers and you know, are we profitable in this department? Are we profitable with this product? And then what's the overall top and bottom line? And, and that's huge. That's, that's brilliant. We are in a state of dynamics today. COVID has locked us all up or uh, eliminated jobs for all of us. Or we've been, gotten flooded in the market with people that want to be coaches or they want to be marketers or they want to be whatever. And they're, they're flooding everybody with the same thing. So you could almost say, you know, why should I talk to Charles Wilds? He's just another marketer. Well, I'm another marketer or I'm another business strategist or a breakthrough strategist who's been at this for over 40 years. I work for big corporations as large as Chevron and Exxon, work to small as organizations as drillers, frackers, lawyers and the like. And I bring that experience to my clients and I help and I challenge them with the opportunities of, have you thought about, and I stop and listen. And then I work them through a process that guides them in a direction of actualizing what they want to be when they grow up. What are some of the skills that you work at, uh, you know, with the business owner or the business uh, partners? What are, what are some of those skills that a lot of them you know, maybe don't realize they need to work on. Of course, everybody's different, but just just uh, what are some of those skills that they, they need to work on if they're going to really grow their business? It comes down to leadership, hmm. understanding the principles of leadership, how to get results from others, how to organize your business, how to systemize it, how to uh, understand what the customer wants and needs. If you establish yourself as a uh, as as a visionary and and have a mission, you have to have that mission toward the customer's objectives. It's not toward your objectives. Your objectives are gonna follow when the customer accepts and you move on. So the leadership, communications, alignment, uh, strategy. uh, When I worked with uh, organizations on, on alignment, you know, big organizations struggle with it. Small organizations struggle with it. And it's communicating the vision. Do they understand the vision? And what, what, what fundamentally happens is people don't understand when you say, I want to be as big as a house when I grow up. Well, what does that really mean? What, what is the underlying principle that's in there that motivates people to that higher level of success? You have to, it's a motivating factor that has to be created and it has to be carried forward. From where we carry that forward, we then bring in the mechanics of business and how do we execute business. And the fundamentals are there after you've identified your vision, your values, and your strategy. Outstanding. Well, good. Continue. Okay. Uh, I'll go through this quickly and because this is part of what we do when we're working with customers is that we all recognize that there's two things which is critical to business. And, that, and those are clients and revenue. And so we focus today on that. 
because businesses are struggling trying to get the clients to come in the door. How are they buying? Where are they buying? What are they buying? And how? where's the money? That's where you got to really get your strategy down. Is if I was an individual small business owner is, is where's the money? If I call up somebody that doesn't have any money, that doesn't do him any good and doesn't do me any good. Where is the money coming from? The small business uh, associations uh, lending money and others are, are you're, you're providing money for small business owners. And so we come in and we say, okay, we're going to help you, Leo, take those clients that are challenged, that are not necessarily meeting your qualifications, and we're going to help them recycle and come back to you. And if we can show them $50,000 that they can achieve in a short period of time, that's heaven sent. We, we look at five critical steps in the, in the business process that we address with clients. And it's the 80-20 rule, which I mentioned a few minutes ago, but there are five critical areas that we address and we think that are highly important today. And those are leads, taking the leads and converting them into clients, understanding the, the sale price, getting the number of transactions up, and reducing overhead cost. These are the areas that we bring <clears throat> the, uh, the, the the 50 breakthrough factor analysis in, excuse me. <clears throat> so with that 80-20 rule, and this is this is so true in so many facets of life and sales, you know, in sales, you always talk about 20% of your sales team is generating 80% of your total revenue. 20% of what you do every day as a business owner is generating 80% of your results. So does that mean that at some point you need to change that and, and change that dynamic to where 40, 50, 60, 70% of what you do is, uh, is spent on what's actually going to, you know, make you money and, and grow your business or what should that realization be within this 80, 20 rule? Going back and understanding <clears throat> that the 20% is what you do every day generating 80% of your total revenue. Now, whether that means that you have to do something, you have to delegate something, you have to buy something, you have to uh, partner with something, whether you need to look at what you're doing every day and your cost factors. As a leader of an organization, so many entrepreneurs get caught up <clears throat> in the aspect of, of doing the do. And, you know, a lot of times when uh, capital investors come in and look at acquisitions of a company, uh, either on an exit strategy or a building strategy or so forth, they're looking for how do we get the entrepreneur out of his seat and put a real leader in to make it grow? Because the, uh, the entrepreneur gets so consumed in his entrepreneurship that he loses track of how to build a business when the, the entrepreneur should be out in front of the client. He should be selling to the client, selling to the investors. And if, if you see this in the marketplace, that's what big company, that's what smaller companies that grow, that raise money and grow their business do. They go out, they sell, they, uh, they bring in investors and they, they train and develop the people below them to execute the work. What is that process like of recruiting and identifying that potential leader who can really help your organization grow, that can kind of really take the reins of the operations to where you're really just, you know, managing that uh, vision and, and overall operations is kind of being managed by those, that leader or leaders that you, that you bring in. What's that process like of identifying you know, who can be a good leader and, and who's not going to be a great leader for your organization? Leo, that's a challenge today. Uh, my son's got a business. He has to hire people and he has to let them go periodically. Uh, you know, there's so many people that come in the front door and claim they've got all of this experience and the know-how and the passion and the know and the want to do and can do. And once you put them in the seat and you give, you give them the keys to the car, they can't drive it. You drive like driving around with a flat tire. Well, you just got to change them. You know, one of the one of the, the business leaders that I admire was Jack Welch, and, his, and he, he explained it well in a book called Winning. And in that book, he talks in the first four sections talks about the fundamentals of executing business, and the other chapters all deal with how do you handle 
uh, alignment? How do you handle people choice? How do you do the rest? But the whole, the whole concept comes down to is, in a lot of cases, it's going to be hit or miss. But in a lot of cases, you've got a gut feeling from look, talking to the person. Does he have the passion? Does he have the know-how? Does he have good references? And references are plus or minus. Because if you ask me for a reference, I'm not going to give you a bad reference. That'd be, that'd be suicide. <laughs> and nobody else is going to do that either. Yeah, to cherry so pick your best ones, yeah. So it's really a matter of, you know, do you see the spark in his eye when you talk about how to grow, how to get to the next stage? That's one of the key principles that, uh, that always falls into place. And I'm looking for coaches uh, to help me with, uh, with my work. And, you know, when I, when I introduce them to the tools and I, I bring them in and I talk to them, I know what they can do and I know how they do it. And I know that they can walk and talk and chew gum at the same time. And those are key, key fundamentals in looking at his passion and his usability in an in in organization like ours. And for business owners who go through those lessons, those, you know, many failures on the way to their journey, what are some of the things and ways that you help them uh, kind of push past those and, and get back on track, as I'm sure a lot of them have gone through in the last uh, you know, year? Gosh, uh, some of the lessons we worked through, and let, let me move down the list here a minute. Yeah, you know, these are the five profit areas that we focus on. And each yeah, one of more these leads, areas has more a conversions, season. more transactions, higher prices, and more profits. I just wanted to kind of read those out for everybody that's listening. Yeah, thank you for doing that, Leo. I forgot we may have some people that are just listening and can't see the, uh, the slides. And then those five areas lead us to uh, the Breakthrough 50. And now we can't just haphazardly go at it. We have to have a system and a process and the tools to back it up. And so what I'm showing you now is, is, is a, a pie chart on growth possibilities. And we look at the aspects of fundamentals, foundations, you know, the strategy and those things that go with that, the processes and the like. More leads. What are the different ways that we get more leads? How do we get more conversions is another wedge. More transactions is another wedge. More profits is another wedge. So there are five areas, as I uh, noted previously, that, uh, that then pan out to what we call the breakthrough 40. And, and Charles, I, I love this. I love this pie here. I think this this is like how you build a $10 million plus a year business, $100 million year business with this uh, pie. So if you guys are listening to this, you're going to definitely want to go to the YouTube channel and, and uh, get access because this pie is a million dollars right here. This is only just the start and it's got to be a systematic process that goes clockwise around the circle. But we have those sets and we have subsets that go for each one of those. And so as we work ourselves through the process, mm. each one, there, there, there's 100 plus breakthrough opportunities in this, uh, in this analysis program. And we've laid out our questioning process, our thought process from our experience and from our successes to help the new business owners or small business owners or even middle-sized owners. We work with companies from you know, 100,000 up to, uh, to uh, 15 million reason we don't move too much beyond that is because in a lot of cases, what you end up with is you end up with a company that's got enough money to buy, uh, to, to hire senior marketers and senior executives, and they know it all and they don't want to learn anything new. Now, I noticed in your, in your more lead section, you've got at the top referral systems, JVs and alliances. I consider those two to be the most vital. So I'm very impressed that you've got those at the top two. What are some of the, the ways to, you know, harness those two abilities to generate more leads in your business? You've got referral systems and JVs and alliances. Like how, how should a business owner be uh, looking at that? And what are the, the key points? Obviously, it's super helpful if they're working with you because then they're going to get the, get the job done uh, really quick. But just on a high level, like how do you build out, you know, productive referral systems and how do you approach those potential strategic partners for joint ventures and alliances? Here's the fundamentals. When you look at selling or dealing with customers or dealing with a business, you need to understand the wants and needs of the party that you're dealing with. 
if I'm dealing with trying to find leads, it depends on, you know, define the leads. What, what are the leads? What, what is their challenge? What is their, what is their want? What is their need? And how can you plug in an opportunity that fits with that? You know, I work with business brokers and accountants and uh, finances like yourself and others to say, okay, Leo or those that are out there, you have clients that are challenged. You see the opportunities for these, these uh, businesses to, to move forward, but some of them may be struggling with what they have every day. What is it you want? I want to share the customers with you so that I can recycle them back to you in a more profitable sense so that you can raise your revenue and go further. What they're looking for is they're looking for more customers or they're looking for ways to make themselves look good by giving them you know, referrals that, had, that add high value. So the referral process, the connection process, the networking process, it's all fundamental. You know, if I go and look at my network, I've got over 6,000 connections. Mm. Now, I'm not going to claim that they're all current today. I've got over 1,000 that are current today. But, you know, can I get to them every day? No. Can I count on them in some way or another? I've got to come up with a strategy that enhances their business, enhances their revenue. And everybody says, well, I'll give you 10 cents if you give me a referral. I don't want 10 cents for a referral. I want referrals and I want to give you back referrals. I want us both to grow because as we both grow or the joint venture grows or the other opportunity grows, then we're all working to that level of success. I think that's very valuable what you just shared there because when you're looking to create referral systems and uh, do joint ventures with strategic partners, it's not about you, right? It's about how can I solve that person or that organization's problems and provide value to them? And as you do that, it seems like more than ever in today's business world, there's this reciprocal effect of you provide value and you think about what really matters to them. And then they're going to send in referrals and business because you provided so much value to them. But you started out by thinking, not what's in it for me and my company, but what can I do to help them? And if I provide great value and solve some of their problems, now we can work together and trade business. You're spot on, Leo. One of the things I learned early in my career when I was in the contracting business was it's easy to talk about joint ventures, is cooperation, pursuits, and the rest. But until you've got something on the table that says, we can work on this aspect, I can work on a coffee cup, I can work on this computer, we can both change what's there, that's great. But if you're just talking about, well, let's team up, let's team up, until you put something that's as tangible out there that you've both got your hands on, you haven't got anything but babble. Exactly right. And, and so I find that a lot of that process when you connect up with them is kind of about asking them the right questions. It's not about you getting up there and pitching what you're all about. It's about asking the right questions. So what, what's the process like to, to know that you're asking, you know, a really potentially valuable strategic partner, joint venture uh, person or, or company? What, what should you think about as you craft those questions? We have a systematic process that we go through. You're looking at the pie chart, which has uh, some of the aspects on there. But each one of those aspects has questions that are very pointed. Uh, the tools that, that were created, which is the foundation for this, was based on business development and e-learning. As we emerge through the e-learning and the process of you know, teaching people to, to be coaches, teaching them to be better salespeople and so forth, we discovered that when we brought in a couple of CPAs that the CPAs looked at and says, we need to make this financial because that's really the thing that's driving business today. So we work through a systematic process clockwise, as I explained, and we identify opportunities. You know, when I work with a, uh, uh, a prospect and say one of your prospects comes to me and says, Charles, I'd like to, uh, to do a preliminary analysis. We'll go through and pick, one, two, or three uh, of the, the categories within the, within the wheel, and we'll go through some questioning. You know, what happens if? What is this? What is your holdback? What is the structure? What is your challenge? What is, and we'll ask those questions sequentially so that there's a process that unfolds in the mind of the receiver 
so that he understands that we know where we're going and where we're carrying him. And so when we get to the end, this is this is all comes down to coaching. It comes out of coaching and it comes into sales. What do you what do you want out of this process? Why do you want that? It's like goal setting. Goal setting says, I want to create a goal. Well, what's in it for me? If I achieve it, what happens if I don't achieve it? What are the obstacles in my way? What actions can I take? How can I get there the fastest? That's what we do. And we've got a systematic process that, that enables our clients to do that. Unbelievable. So Charles, what's the best way uh, for someone who wants to you know, get an assessment of where their business is at and, and see if it would be a good fit to, to bring you and your, your company on board to help them grow their business? What's the best way for them to uh, connect up with you and approach with you? Okay. One thing I'd like to introduce before we uh, we move sure. to that point, if you don't mind, Leo, is there time okay? Absolutely. Okay. The uh, the keys to successful marketing, which is going to lead to successful trans uh, uh, profits and, and transactions, is entering the conversation in the mind of the recipient. And if any somebody were to approach you, the question that's always in your mind or my mind as a client or whatever is, there's a problem that they have that they don't want. And there's a result they want, but they don't have. And in the conversion equation, we focus on helping our clients understand this and move toward this point. How do we answer those questions? How do we raise them up to the next level? And it's a systematic process as we were just explaining. But there's there's dollars involved here. Once you understand the process, you know, these processes are not a one-time occasion. These are uh, evolving, and they, they have to, as you pointed out earlier, repeatedly analyzed and brought up to date because we have the dynamics of the marketplace. If you're trying to sell a client a big project, he's talking to others. He's getting different views. Do you understand the changing atmosphere or the attitude of his behavior so that you can counteract that? And we go through those processes. You know, here's a, here's a great example. We, we take a look at the, uh, the what we call our profit calculator, profit growth calculator. And if you looked on the screen and, and we'll remind you to go back and take a look at it, we took a baseline business and we said, if he had a baseline number of leads of a thousand leads, he converted 25% of those to customers and he had a 10% conversion rate where he takes those 25, 25% of those and he can convert them into customers and he's got a price of $100 per unit and he's got a profit of 25%, that company's profile looks like a profit level of about $62,000. If we go in and we start looking at leads, conversions, transactions, higher prices, and more profits, and we were to increase those by just 10%. And if I would say, what is 10%? I'm converting rather than 25%, I'm converting 27%, which is really only adding one more customer. But if I increase the profit by, uh, by, tw- by uh, 10%, I'm only increasing it a, a small percentage. But what we've just done is we've changed the $62,000 profit company to over $100,000. I mean, we're talking a two-thirds increase in the bottom line profit margin. Yeah, that's over 41%. Just by increasing these numbers by 10%. So your leads went from 1,000 to 1,100. You converted instead of a 25%, 27%. You got more transactions from 10 to 11. I mean, we're not talking like uh, massive miracles here. We're talking just incremental improvements in these five areas translate into a massive increase in your bottom line as a business owner. Absolutely. But the real challenge here is there's still money on the table. And if you were to convert it to 50% increase, and we, when we're working with, the, with our customers, we have to make sure they're not getting out of, out of filter here with going too high too fast, and we have to keep pulling them back. But if you took a 50% increase, we would change that 100,000 profit now to 475,000 profit mm. through the process. So, is that possible with our experience and our database and the rest? 
it is possible. It's even child's play. You know, take a look at what happens when somebody builds a website. He goes out, he secures a customer. He may have to send out 10,000 emails and get somebody to come on board. Then he's got to organize it. But when that's done, it's done. The client drifts off. But with the process that we've, uh, we've been talking about here, and you brought it up early on, it's a repetitive process. It's, you know, you're working through eight strategies and you're delivering those on a regular basis and you're repeating that constantly. So it's kind of like a wheel in motion. You're moving uphill rather than downhill. You know, each of the eight strategies are systematic, they're consistent, they're self-sustaining, and they're systemized. And what this leads to, it leads to an owner having the flexibility of more economic freedom and freedom to do more. Start another company, expand the business, focus on those things, raising funds and the rest. That's what this does. And we do it through the profit assessment system that we have. And I'm showing it on the screen right now in a high level where we do the analysis where we're asking questions. We're producing the results uh, from the financial analysis. And what we're asking them is we're not asking them for magic. We're asking them to look at their business and uh, tell me what they think they can do with improving that business. And so the results lead to, uh, to a financial summary, which we, we, do, uh, we, we work out into a, uh, to a map, which gives the customer, gives the, uh, the plan of action. And we, we tell them what's going on the first year, what's going on right now, what's going on at the end of the first year, and what's happening to the capital asset value of their business itself. We can then produce a custom report and action plan for them we, in the initial stages, we'll do three. If they decide they want our help, we'll go to the full extent and do the 40, which is now up to 50 uh, with some digital uh, in-depth additions that we made. And we're constantly updating the program. And the report is very comprehensive. It's, uh, it can be used for business planning. It can be used uh, in any sense to, uh, to help them because it, it gives a full map gives a redefinition of all of the areas that we've focused on. And, the pro and then we design a system of execution, step-by-step. Step. There may be weekly meetings, there may be uh, different types of uh, group sessions, unlimited email access, profitability. And we also give them access to our e-learning system, which is a backup filled with videos of all the aspects that we address. So I'll come back to it. And I said, if you'd like us to make an assessment of your business using a revolutionary new profit acceleration software, detail the specific strategies that can guarantee massive financial breakthroughs for your business and hand you your own customized roadmap for success uh, along with a detailed report of, uh, that will position you to be the dominating force in your industry, give me a call. And how do you get in touch with me? There we go, right there, guys. I'm Charles Wilds, W-I-L-D-S. My uh, telephone number is 713-249-9569. You can also text me at that number. My, uh, the website where you can get the book and uh, see a little bit more about what we do and some of the, we even offer some of the videos uh, online is uh, sos-businesscoaching.com or you can reach me by email at cwilds, C-W-I-L-D-S at the sos-businesscoaching.com. Outstanding. Uh, and I like how they can text you because sometimes we're all busy, you're busy. So you guys can text Charles, set up that uh, appointment and get that uh, profit acceleration uh, software and the assessment. And, and the assessment, I mean, that's that's just something you kind of do at the initial um, appointment or in the initial call or two. And, and then that kind of gives you an idea of all the different uh, ways that the client can grow their business then. Leo, one thing I'm going to add to what you just said is it cost the caller nothing to call me 
to do a one to two case assessment and decide whether we can work together and we, we can move forward or not. He can either leave and go do it on his own or he can uh, he can work with me and I work with him to help him achieve the goals that he set. But the Guys, first sessions and the evaluation. That's amazing. No that's amazing, Charles. Client. Most organizations would charge $500 to $1,000 to do that. The fact that you guys do that uh, for free tells me that you're getting business owners real results. You're spot on, Leo. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Guys, this has been an amazing, uh, amazing show here. Amazing message from Charles. Again, our gospel is capitalism. It is helping business owners and startups to build multi seven figure businesses. And today, Charles has really unpacked a lot of strategies that you can use. And I really love those five uh, steps of, you know, incremental increase in, in your lead generation, incremental increase in your conversions, in your profit margins, in your transactions. There's low hanging fruit there and your business probably has 50 to $100,000 just sitting there. So go to SOS slash businessconsulting.com or text Charles at 713-249-9569. And he and his organization are there to help you get profitable. Well, amazing value, Charles. We appreciate everything you've shared with us today. You've got the final word. All I can say is the only thing that's holding you up is yourself. The opportunity is there that lays out a map and a path forward, and which excited me from the early days when we started to create it, because trying to sell in an open market, unless you can define for a customer what his ROI is, and we can give you an ROI, and we can give you a guarantee on the ROI, you're just talking soft soap. So give me a call. Let me see if I can define 50000 or more in 50 minutes or less without spending a penny on marketing or advertising. And let's see if we can both be winners. Thank you, Leo. Amen. Well said. Thank you, Charles. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.